Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Well, I've listened to the government briefing today and they haven't told us much. I think Laura Koonsberg from the BBC asked Dominic Raab, uh, the the first secretary, to um, confirm whether or not this lockdown is going to continue. And he wouldn't really answer, although I believe that they're supposed to confirm it every three weeks. But we're waiting for this announcement by Boris uh, on on Sunday as to whether they're going to ease the restriction. But again, in typical BBC fashion, she just, you know, fed the lines to them and said, you know, we must remember that we need to keep this lockdown and it will be very dangerous to end it right now. And you think, well, you know, she, she's putting the words in his mouth. What, what, he does, what does he... She's almost saying, here's, here's the words, this is what we think, you carry on keeping us locked down. Now, what I wonder is... If uh, Laura Kunzberg had been laid off now, let's say she'd been sacked by the BBC, put onto furlough or whatever, which would substantially reduce her income. If she wasn't receiving her salary right now, I wonder if she would have a different position, say, than than the Uber driver who's sitting there, perhaps unable to get any government help, uh, can't get a a ride. I mean, Uber had been laying off staff, for God's sake. I wonder if, if these these commentators that that are on TV that are receiving their 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 salary every month and are, are quite comfortable and cushy, I wonder how they would react to this lockdown and whether they'd still be saying, "Oh, let's keep the lockdown. We must keep people safe and protect the NHS and all this sort of stuff." Yeah, okay, we've got to keep people safe, but some people have to make a living. Some people have to eat, right? Now. The government, the Bank of England today has, has predicted that by the end of the, this, this half of the year, uh, the, the UK economy, the, G, the GDP, the gross domestic product, that's the overall sort of measure of the UK economy in terms of spending and production and that sort of thing, uh, will have dropped by 30 percent, 30 percent. And by the end of the year, even if it goes up in the second half of the year, it's likely to be a 15 percent drop the highest in its 300-year history. I don't think they've got records going back to 1066, but in its 300 history of the Bank of England, that's the highest ever drop that they're predicting. Even through the First World War, the Second World War, the Great uh, Depression of of the the 1930s, they're saying that this is the highest drop ever. 1987, 2008, forget it. This is going to be the daddy of all recessions. And and none of us in our lifetime have seen a depression, unless you know you you were you were born in 1920 or something. Uh, but but I think you know it's pretty safe to say that anyone under the age of 100 have never really experienced a depression. Um, so uh, sorry if you are 100 years old and you listen to this, but I, I think in most of us have never experienced a, a depression like 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 the one we're going to see. Um, and, and, and they're saying, uh, yes, th- th- these are the facts. It's not just me making this up. And, and European leaders are predicting their worst ever recession since the start of the European Union. Uh, the government have tried pumping billions and trillions to, to keep things going. And, and, and they're kind of 
holding water at the moment. They're just about bailing out water from a sinking ship. But I, how long it will continue, I, I just don't know. At the moment, it feels like the, the Titanic. Now, I'm sorry it's a bit of doom and gloom, but I'm telling it like it is. I'm not going to dress this up with some positive crap and say everything's going to be right. You know, go out and buy properties. Come and join my course and go out and buy properties. No, I'm telling it like I think it is. Now, to, to me, you know, you look at leaders in, in, in most countries now and they're, they're shutting their economies down. You'd be forgiven for thinking that maybe the, you know, the conspiracy theorists like David Icke, may, maybe they've got it right. Maybe there is this this cult and, and there's a deliberate attempt to, to shut the world's economy down and bring in a new world order and a one world government with no cash. And we'll all be chipped with with vaccines from from David, I, uh, David Bill Gates. I mean, we'll all have the Bill Gates vaccine in us with a with a chip in it that can track us and tell us what we're thinking. And, and that Elon Musk is going to connect our brains to his to his satellites. And, you know, we're all going to be killed by 5G. But, you know, mad as it all sounds you think well hang on a sec why are they doing all this why will they go into another why would they go into another three-week lockdown as as nicola sturgeon wants to do why would they keep the economy shut down like this if it wasn't for some reason that somebody wants to destroy the economy unless they're completely stupid i, don't, I just don't understand it uh, i'm not saying david ike's right by the way uh, but it, it does seem really strange it's what the things they're doing is just seem to be, be illogical and as i said if they were on the breadline, if they couldn't pay their mortgage and were phoning up the bank and hanging on for five hours to get a mortgage holiday and then not getting a reply, would they would they be saying, oh, keep the NHS safe, let, let's uh, stay home and all this sort of bullshit, really? Um, to, to me, it's all it's all crazy. I mean, my I, I look at some of the shops and they're open. You see, this, the, the, the supermarkets are open and they're getting government state aid as well. They're still open and they're able to sell more or less anything. Amazon's still going. You can buy more or less anything from Amazon. Amazon but the little builders merchants no they have to shut and, and I've got builders who need to to carry out essential work they've not been able to get any uh, supplies and building materials for about a month two months actually he said uh, so he's been unable to work and you know because he's got another little part-time job he can't really qualify for all the government help um, and some builders have not been self-employed long enough and all these there's always people who fall through the net and it's really it's it's killing some people. In fact, you know, look at the, the, all the Uber drivers. Do you think they can just automatically switch to government help? I don't think so. So we've got to end this soon. Um, now, where can you put your money that's safe? If 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 we've got a massive recession and depression coming, where is safe for your money? Now, remember, in the in the nineteen thirties depression, four thousand banks failed in America because there was no protection for for banks at that time. There is now a federal scheme to protect banks, but. Where can you put your money? I mean, they're predicting this huge drop in, in the economy. Um, I mean, would you put your money into the stock market? You say, well, the stock market's dropped. Should I put my money into this? Well, I'd say no. I mean, I'm not your financial advisor, by the way. You've got to take your own financial advice, but I'd say no. And in fact, on this news today that the economy will drop by 30% in the first half of the year, what happened to the stock market? Did it, did it drop by all of a sudden? Did it go down? No, it went up. It went up. It's now reaching the 6,000 mark. It has been below 5,000 at one point into the 4,000s, which is where it was about 25 years ago. And now it's creeping back up to, to 6,000. The markets are, are, have not got this right, I don't think. The markets are not going right. I'm very nervous about another crash. And I think this will be deeper and it will last for longer. Um, and, and this is part of what I would I was reading today about the, the Warren Buffett predictor. The Buffett predictor, which he measures stock market prices with, with GDP, and uh, 
Um, yeah, uh, and so he he's saying that it's this this predictor of a crash, which has predicted previous crashes, 2000, 2008, and these sorts of crashes, is at the highest it's been for 50 years. So he's he's thinking that there's going to be an imminent crash. And, and that's why at, at the, the shareholders meeting of Berkshire Hathaway over the weekend, he, he said, no, we've got to remain like Fort Knox. Cash is king, as the, he says, um, because they're waiting for uh, well, well, partly to protect their own business and partly to if, if they're going to be able to buy anything, they will need cash. But they won't buy until the prices are right. He, he's notorious for never buying until things are on sale. Like, you know, when it's 50 percent off, then he, he might step in at that point. Well, in, in the Great Depression, we saw stock markets uh, falling by over 80 percent in some some of the some of the companies, even leading companies. And they took 20 years to come back. So if you put your money in today and it dropped by 80 percent, you, you might be waiting 20 years for that money to recover. Uh, you might say, well, I, I don't um, uh, I, I, I don't invest in the stock market. But what about your pension scheme? Where is your pension scheme invested? If you don't know, you better find out where it's invested and whether it's it's uh, exposed to a stock market crash. I just want to stop you. Hi, Des. Uh, Des says news. Lloyds Bank of today confirmed that they are allowing the bounce back loan to sole traders using a personal account. Well, that's great news, Des. Thanks for that. So uh, as of yesterday, when, when I looked at the Lloyds situation, you couldn't apply for a bounce back loan unless you had an account with them and it was a business account. Uh, NatWest would allow you to open a business account, uh, but uh, unless you had uh, and because they want the, the, the bounce back scheme to be paid into a business account, which it's is stopping a lot of small traders because a lot of small traders don't have a separate business account. They just use their, their current account to pay stuff into and, and spend. Uh, so not everybody has a business account and not everybody has a limited company. Um, Des, if you don't mind me saying, Des is a, a, a very a very well qualified and a fantastic commercial photographer. He's, he's one of the best photographers I've ever met. His cameras are like, you know, worth fortunes. They're, they're like worth more than a car. Um, and, and he has some lenses that cost tens of thousands of pounds. So um, unbelievable. And obviously with, with Des going on locations and filming and, and taking photos of, uh, you know, large uh, holiday resorts and this sort of thing, he's been unable to do anything for the last few months. So uh, Des is saying here that provided you have a, a trading record on, on the account. So you must have an account that shows a trading record for your business. But if you're a, a plumber and you just use your current account or you're a handyman or a builder that uses your current account, then then do apply to Lloyd's for the, the, the bank, the bounce back account. And this is the government uh, bounce back uh, uh, scheme that will allow businesses to claim, uh, get, a, get a loan of up to 25% of their last year's turnover. Uh, although some banks are saying predicted turnover even, uh, but up to, and up to a maximum of £50,000. So if your turnover was £100,000 last year, that's not profit, that's your turnover before before you've taken off expenses, then you could get a loan of £25,000, no repayments for the first year, and then it's 2.5% for the for remaining five years after that. So it's, it's a good scheme. And it's even if you don't think you need it right now, then I think you need to get some money in, get some money under your belt. Even if you take that money from the, the bounce back scheme and put it somewhere safe, then you never know how long this thing's going to go on. You never know when you might need it for paying bills, uh, paying for food, for paying for your mortgage or rent or whatever. So 
I, I think it's a good idea to get hold of that money. And if you have to give it back to them before the end of the year, you give it back to them. I don't think there's any fees in the first year. But still, it's cheap money to get. Well, very cheap money, isn't it? No repayments, no interest for the first year. So everybody, every, any self-employed business person should be looking into how to get hold of some bounce back money and putting that as a buffer, uh, 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 putting that money aside. Even big businesses do this. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway gets hold of money when they don't. you don't think they need it. They take money. They issue bonds. They uh, they borrow money. Most big businesses borrow money for a rainy day, and most people don't. That's too late, maybe, to save money. You should be ideally saving money. I'm not telling you to get into debt, but what I'm saying is, if this this bounce back scheme is available and you can get hold of that money, put it to one side, and you don't blow it on a car, then. It's a good idea to have it, isn't it? Because you never know when you, you might need that money. You might not need it today, but you might need it in six months if this bloody uh, lockdown continues and, and the government don't get their act together with, with things like uh, testing and, and treatments and that sort of thing. So that that's where it is. I'm telling it like it is. Um, and I, I think the stock market, I, I wouldn't touch it at the moment personally, uh, but you can take your own advice on that. Um, and... Uh, you know, I, I think prices are going to drop and so does Warren Buffett think that and a lot of other investors are sitting on their hands. Then you might say, all right, what about um, bonds, gold, silver, Bitcoin, uh, property and bank deposits and that sort of thing? Yeah, OK. Uh, shares I've, I've already covered. Bonds are a form of a loan. You, you, you lend money to a government, which is usually rock solid. If you're lending money in your own currency to your own government, whether it's the US Treasury bonds or T-bills as they're called, or UK government gilts, uh, which are effectively bonds. Uh, usually that money is safe, but the price of your bond can go up or down. It, it's, uh, it, it, it still can fluctuate as an overall investment vehicle, but lending money to the government is usually rock solid and they'll pay you an interest, but the interest rates are extremely low at the moment. Um, then, we, then we look at things like gold and silver. Yeah, gold and silver is seen as a safe haven and, and prices did rise when during this crisis, but they've stopped rising. And uh, some people are predicting they could still go down again. Uh, that they're not, but, but other people, mainly people who sell gold and, and, and silver bullion, they're saying, oh, it's going to go up, up to the 2000 per ounce level and it's going to go up even double and all this sort of stuff. But I've I, I got to take that with a pinch of salt. Um, Yes, these things are liquid and uh, originally currency was made out of gold and silver, but it's not exactly currency now. I can't go down to Tesco's and buy you know, my shopping with a, with a silver coin and say, well, this is worth £20, take this. They, they wouldn't take it. You know, some, some, some coins are considered currency in, in the country you're in, uh, but, but usually bullion and that sort of thing is not the same as currency, is it? Uh, and silver, you've got to watch because silver... It has a very expensive manufacturing process because silver is about 70 times less than the value of a, a, a piece of gold for the same weight. Uh, it costs about the same to produce a silver coin as a gold coin. So therefore, the manufacturing costs are, are proportionately higher for silver. And this is why, you know, th there's such a big markup on, on a silver coin or piece of piece of silver uh, that it could be 25 or 30 percent markup. And that's a big chunk of money so if you buy a thousand pounds worth of silver and you try and sell it the next day you're going to lose money even if the price of silver had gone up uh, gold is a bit better um, i had some gold and silver coins from a couple of years back 
I sold them recently. I, I made a bit of money on the gold. I made a good profit on gold, but lost money on the silver, despite holding them for more than two years. Even though at the time, during this period, the silver price had gone up. This is because of the markup. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, well, you know, who knows about Bitcoin? Um, I, I don't see Bitcoin as, a, as a, an investment. I'm reading this book at the moment, The Blockchain Revolution. Um, as you can see, it's not exactly a page turner. It's, it's heavy going, but it talks about blockchain as a process which could be revolutionary because it's a way of storing data safely. And some countries are starting to, to, to use blockchain. Sweden, for instance, are starting to use blockchain for things like the land registry. Um, yes, blockchain as a, as a concept and as a scientific way of storing data could be the next big thing. But whether or not Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are, I, I just don't know. Um, I, I don't see how you can... I mean, Bitcoin is not a normal currency, is it? You can't go and spend it that easily. Um, you can exchange it for pounds, but, you know, whereas a Bitcoin might be £9,000 per coin today, and you, you, you're thinking of this as a currency, you know, what, what's it going to be like in, in a month's time or two months' time or next year? And it's still pegged to your own currency anyway. China has, has launched uh, their own digital currency pegged to their own currency, but Bitcoin is still a bit out there. And yeah, many people have made fortunes on Bitcoin trading and, uh, and, and this sort of stuff. But to me, it's not an investment. To me, it's, it's speculation at the moment until it becomes more widely used. Um, bank deposits. Um, yeah, bank deposits are safe up to a certain level. Uh, this is up to you may you may get one of these things with your bank statement and it's it's the financial services compensation FSCS information sheet and it says here that uh, your, your bank deposits are protected by the financial services compensation scheme up to eighty five thousand pounds per de per depositor per bank so if you've got more than that in one bank in your name you're only covered up to the first eighty five thousand pounds so you may need to spread that around a bit um, the limit applies to each depositor separately. So if it's husband and wife, this will, it will be different. Um, and you, you would get that money back within 20 days. And, and that's if your money is here. If it's offshore, then, you know, you, you, you take your chances. Uh, rates of interest, obviously very low at the moment. I saw one bank saying they would pay me um, 0 0.0 two or 0.01 so it's it's a hundredth of a percent but their their overdraft rates well here we go arranged overdraft rate 18 percent uh i think the unarranged overdraft is something like uh, 40 percent uh yeah 40 percent um and and this is when where they're paying you a hundredth of a percent on on your money on deposit sometimes it's a bit more than that but they're charging you uh 40 percent on on an unarranged overdraft even on an arranged overdraft it's 18 percent and that's not 18 times that's i think it's 100 it's, it's probably 1800 times more than than they're paying you when you lend them money because when you give them money you're effectively lending them that money it's their money to do what they like with and they can lend it out and make money on that many many times over people ask about property um i don't, I don't know what's going to happen with property properties are still selling at auction but it must be very difficult to sell it's not an, it's not a liquid asset um, whether or not the properties will go up in value, I don't know. But to me, it seems like they're going to, they will go down. If you've got six million people on furlough scheme at the moment struggling, if you've got two million more people applying for unemployment benefit, 33 million people in America applying for unemployment benefits, then to that to me that translates into 
a slower property market because you know even when the prices were in january people could hardly afford them then and and how they're going to afford a property with uh, lower salaries probably a loss of jobs uh, probably maybe their company's gone out of business as as many will uh, or maybe the company have put them onto lower lower hours working from home lower wages and and so on i can't to me i can't see how the prices of properties are going to go up certain property investments might be good maybe smaller cheaper properties that people need to, to rent maybe hmos i don't know but i i think there's an oversupply of hmos uh so we'll have to see again you have to take your own advice on that but um you know cash is king if you if you have cash then i'm sure there'll be some bargains coming around in in terms of the stock market and properties in in the coming year or so so we we shall see uh the Chancellor, we know that the Chancellor Rishi Sunak is, is about to sort of reduce the government aid for businesses. And all I can see is that the businesses need to to come out of this lockdown in some form or another uh, with safety measures in place. But we need to get the economy moving again. However, that's done. We must get the economy moving and allow small businesses to open up and compete against the Amazons and the Tesco's of this world because it's just not on that they should be shut down while big businesses are open. I mean, think, for instance, I see a lot of small garages closed down while QuickFit are open, um, which is, is fair enough. Let the, I'm, I'm glad they're open. Uh, but I, I, I don't like to see Tesco's opening and selling everything from newspapers to, to everything, you know, don't they? And, and yet the smaller cake shops and the smaller news agents have to shut. Uh, what, what's that all about? So I, I want to see the small businesses and medium-sized businesses open again so that they can get back to normal and start making their living and get the economy back so that we can all, uh, you know, because this, these compensation schemes are all coming out of our money, you know. It's not the government's money. This money they're throwing around and spending £3 million on, on a hospital in the Nightingale Hospital that's never been used and is gonna, it probably will shut. Uh, that's costing £3 million just in rent. Um, that's all our money, by the way. It's not Rishi Sunak's money or Boris Johnson's money. It's our money. We're going to have to pay for that. And if we can't pay for it, our children and our grandchildren will be paying for that for, for, for decades to come. Remember, the similar debt from the Second World War was not paid off for 60 years. So don't think this is going to end next year. Oh, by the way, the Bank of England said that 30% drop in GDP will only be temporary. <laughs> yeah, right. How temporary? What do you call temporary? Temporary sounds to me like it'll be OK next month. No, it won't be OK next month. So... My, my my advice is is hoard your cash um and 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 have 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 a buffer there have have a, a safety buffer there and if you are in business try and get get hold of this government bounce back scheme so you can hoard some of the government's cash or the taxpayers cash uh, and even if you pay that back and you never use it at least you've got some there something there as for emergencies when things could get tougher so thanks for listening uh, this is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 